Hello, my name is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 182 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode a part of me spoiler cast. But I want to remind you guys that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there and leave a comment. Let me know what you think of the show. The audio hits on YouTube at the same time, at the same day. So do the same over there. Leave me comments. Give me the likes, subscribe, that would help me out. You can also write to me at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. And you can subscribe to the show on either Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, uh, Spotify. Uh, those are the places that the show is. So go there, give me this, the likes, the subscribes, all that kind of stuff. Comments, let me know what you think of the show. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at JustLittleJoe. So yeah, uh, I'm doing this spoiler cast for a part of me. I finished it. Uh, yesterday, uh, took a few moments to kind of sit on it, did some research. There's some, um, there's some things. I, uh, last episode, I kind of went over the, the themes and the, you know, the, the feeling of the game. And I think, you know, uh, this game, I said in my early impressions, and I think last episode, th- this is a game made for kids to deal with grief. Totally fine. So the controls are a little bit simple. You know, I usually don't review that stuff anyway. What I will say is that this is one of the few games that I play that tells you to stop playing the game several times to just, you know, it it tells you to either go, you can go to the rock pool in the game and do guided meditation, but if you go to the guide and talk to her, she will, I think it's a her, I don't know if they don't, whatever. Um, She just tells you to like, hey, you know, go away from your phone. Uh, write something in the journal about someone that you care about. You know, what was their favorite song? You know, what, what was a good memory you guys had? If Actually, if they had a, you know, a desert island thing, what would be, uh, you know, the song they would play? So uh, stuff like that I think was really, really good. Very few games tell you to stop playing it. And I think that's good to, to you know, kind of like, hey, take a moment, you know. Um, again, I probably should have said this at the beginning, but I'm totally going to spoil a part of me if that's possible. I don't know if this is one of those games you can spoil. Because as I was playing it, you know, there's stock things you do in the game. Like you collect fireflies. Each fire, firefly, basically, uh, it's colored. The light is colored from the firefly. It's a ball of light. Basically, it denotes an emotion like anger or um, fear or even happiness and how you can feel guilty. You know, you click on the firefly and there's a little description like, it's okay to feel happy when someone passes away. You know, maybe you didn't have a good relationship with them. Maybe they were very sick and maybe they're not in pain anymore. So maybe that's the reason why you're happy. You know, don't uh, think just because you're happy you should be guilty. There was stuff like that. There was guilt was one of the emotions. You know, there's all these little things that kind of explain your emotions and they tell you to go outside the game. They actually give you resources, which we'll go over later, like places to go, uh, like links to interact with. Um, stuff like that. But t- to me, the jewel, the crown jewel of this game is the stories. There's a place called The Cave, and it appears I'm at the Pathfinder uh, experience. Uh, I'm getting very little. You do level up in this game. You go from like Apprentice, I think, to Pathfinder, um, and then eventually become a guide. But this isn't one of those games you beat. So I've done all the activities in the game. I've read uh, most of the stories that come to you, but I think they add stories every time you kind of come back. So I'd have to play this, you know, several days. I don't know how many stories in total, um, things like that. But they, like I said before, in my initial impressions, they do give you reminders that like another story has been added to the cave. Go back and check. 
And these stories are amazing. This game was developed in the UK. They're audio diaries from people that have really experienced loss and grief. And uh, I think I read seven of them. They added one right when I logged in to take some notes. Um, But it was pretty amazing, in my opinion, that they got these kids. I mean, most of them are young kids to sit down and tell their story. Uh, Each story was broken into seven parts and it was the person so they described the person in their life that died these are mostly children or at least young adults so mostly this was their parents um the heart of the story basically uh this is where they talk about you know the death there was a lot of cancer so if you have problems with people talking about cancer find that difficult you may not want to listen to these stories i think it was great to hear i mean they had kids that were nine and six talking about how they were four and six and their parents, you know, their father passed away and like uh, how terrible it was and uh, arguing over who was sadder was kind of interesting. Um, But anyway, there's the person where the, the person recording the audio diary talks about the person in their life that passed away, the heart of the story, which is how that person died. Then there's a challenge and like how they feel, you know, how difficult it was to either move on or go about the day to day. One of the people mentioned that it was like two days after her mother passed away. She had to go get her braces adjusted, uh, which she said just felt really strange. But you do have to do you do have to sit down and kind of go through the day to day stuff. And that is kind of strange for some people. And, you know, the the kind of like, I don't know, the boringness of life kind of gets in the way even when people pass away. Helpers is another category where it's like, these are people in my life, like my relatives or a close friend of mine. Uh, One woman after her parents passed away, she said that she went to school. She didn't want people to treat her differently, or at least, you know, people were understanding, but she said, I want to be able to answer your questions. If there is something you want to know and I can answer it, I will answer it. If I don't know, I will not answer it. I'm sorry. And I was like, wow, that's great. Just to be that open. Um, special object is you is another category. Usually it's something that the loved one bought for the person telling the story, like a bracelet or a watch. One guy talked about, uh, he was a young man, he talked about he, he, his father died when he was very young. I think he sounded like he was in his teens. They don't give their current age, but they talk about the, the age they were when the loved one passed away. His father was... Um, he was six. His father didn't seem like he was that old. And his father had a watch that he saw in every photo that his father took with their friends. And so he just took the watch and, and you could hear him moving it in the, the clip. That was pretty interesting. Um, so it says they, they think about it. Uh, one woman, she bought a charm bracelet from Claire's, which we all know is a gift shop that also does ear piercings. They, I think, have makeup there. I haven't been into Claire's in a really long time. They have little knickknacks. Um, one of the, that same girl that bought the charm bracelet, her father was very sick and couldn't walk around the store, so he sat in the front of the store because uh, he was very sick with cancer, and she picked out this charm bracelet. So she says, you know, in the end, she wish wishes that... Um, you know, he, maybe they just stayed at home and they chatted. She, he didn't have to take her anywhere, but it meant a lot to him, and it means a lot to her now to have that charm bracelet. The lesson is usually what they take from grief, and like somebody said, you know, the 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 breaking your heart can open the whole universe. The idea that your parents try to teach you things or whatever. Mostly, these were parents that um, you know, kids things that kids won't be able to share. A lot of like one woman said she was a baker now, and her mother liked to bake. And now that her mother has passed away, she can't really share those baking memories with her mother, and it is um, you know, it's it's very depressing. But she said now that her nephew bakes, 
so she's able to share her love of baking with another family member, not her mom. Um, and the last, uh, the last category is unsaid, which is basically just somebody saying, you know, wh- what I wish I, I could tell my loved one or something like that. And I think a lot of that is kind of what I've experienced in grief, where you have milestones in life where your loved ones just aren't around to call and say, listen, this happened to me today. This is pretty amazing. You know, um, and I think that is sad, especially for kids, because, you know, I was a little bit older when my parents passed away. So some of the things I already gone through, luckily, both my parents were at my wedding. Uh, they weren't there when my wife and I had the troubles with our children. But, uh, you know, I well, my mom was for one of them. But, uh, you know, the idea that uh, my dad and I always talked about work and we both work for a living. So it was like we'd always kind of complain about the day is how we kind of got through the day of like, you had a really bad day. You just complain. We just complained to each other, and it was just a, just a grumble session. But you know, everybody needs that kind of decompression in their life, and especially since my dad kind of worked in the same field that I work in in construction. You know, you kind of speak the same language. It's like oh, this guy and that person and whatever and the GC and uh, and he's like, oh yeah, and it's like all that kind of stuff. It's it's so mundane, but it's so true to just have someone that has a common interest to be like, yeah, this just sucks, you know. Um, it was good, and so, yeah, I, I feel bad for these very young kids that, like, you know, they're going to start dating, and they're going to get married, and they're gonna, they hopefully maybe they'll have kids, or, you know, they'll do something in their jobs they're really proud of, like maybe they get through a breakthrough in one of their careers, or they get published, or a number of things can happen that they're just not going to be able to talk to their folks about, you know, so that was sad, but I think that's the crux of the game. They seem to be adding more stories. So like I said, I logged in this morning to do a little research. They go, hey, uh, we add another story. Please go back and uh, read the story. Uh, you do kind of a check-in, how are you feeling today type thing. You know, again, this is for kids. Uh, you tell them if you're feeling angry or sad or happy. And, uh, you know, you get a little XP bump, which I don't think the game is really about that. And again, I, I'm sure someday if I log in enough, I will become a guide but i don't know if that's really the point of the game if you go to the guide's house there is a um kind of announcement board like a like a like a bulletin board and there is uh flyers or logos for different companies that can help with grief now i've looked at three of them uh i think there was seven on their total i might have got that wrong they're all in different alignment and everything so they're not just neatly organized but I just want to shout these out for people that may want to know them. Um, HealGrief.org is, they have a saying there called Always Moving Forward. And it's a national grief program for young people. You can go there. They have tons of courses. Looks like you can sign up for some stuff and maybe go through their course. Uh, So if you are struggling with grief and you're younger, you might want to try HealGrief.org. And again, these are just three of the subjects I picked off her bulletin board uh, at random uh, when I was doing research for this. But you can look at all those resources if you play a part of me. Again, go to the guide's house. She has a bulletin board outside that you can interact with. And it has all these bulletins for, you know, people going through stuff. So the second one I want to talk about is Refugee and Grief. Uh, the author is Megan Devine. It looks like she wrote a book called It's Okay to Not Be Okay. She also has a podcast where she talks about grief. She talks to veterans, which I might check out. I've been listening to some veterans, some actual veteran-run podcasts like uh, Black Rifle Coffee, Companies Podcast, the Medevac Podcast I really like, and their normal podcast I like as well. I would like to see 
you know, again, I talk about in grief, maybe find someone out of your wheelhouse to talk about it with. Like if you're religious, maybe find some, a secular therapist because maybe you're kind of out of sorts and you need someone to whatever. I'm not disparaging the military or anything. I, I would like to see someone just speak to a doctor about their grief being in the military because part of it is part of the thesis for the at least the podcast they were promoting on there was, well, people have it worse than I do. And I think that's a big thing. And I think they do talk about that on the Medivac podcast. I really love that podcast. Um, they talk about like, don't do that. Don't minimize your grief, your, your PTSD. You went through things just like everybody else. And when you do that and you say, well, they have it worse, they have it worse, uh, that minimizes kind of what you're going through. I do want to hear a soldier or a former, well, I don't want to say soldier, a service member talk about it to a doctor. So that, I think that would be very interesting to hear. She's also got tons of podcasts and things that she's like a guest of when people specifically talk about grief. So you can, you know, you can do what you got to do. You could look at each one of those and decide which one you want to go to. Maybe you, you know, whatever fits your mode of opera, you know, what, it, what you're like, oh, this speaks to me, you know, maybe click on those links. But if you go to that website, the, the refu- uh, Refugee and Grief it's got tons of resources. You click on a podcast tab. There's also a journal you can write, stuff like that. It's all it's all there. Please go. It's a resource you can use. I also clicked on Jessica's House, which is a lot like the first one that I talked about. It's a teen's grief counseling. Again, it looks like there's programs to sign up for, uh, stuff like that. So those are kind of the resources that I thought were kind of interesting at least, and I just picked it random. But I did like what they had to say. So again, I don't think you can really beat a part of me. It is a process. They're approaching this as someone who is a child that is coming to this game for grief. It does sad me when I did the deep dive of the themes. I listened to that BBC podcast where they covered it, where games like this cost a lot of money to make. And it's hard to get a return when you want to make it for free because, again, you want to just make it available to people. And I know in my deep dives, I said, ah, maybe they should charge or maybe they should take a different approach. But I don't know. I've kind of changed my mind on that a little bit. I would like to see this kind of stuff be free so that way someone can just, you know, listen to it at their leisure and know the resources there. If you have to pay, you know, you, you could be in a tough spot, you know, especially if it's right after, you know, someone in your life has passed away. Maybe you have a... um you know, you have a financial thing where you have to pay for, you know, something that happens when someone passes away and you don't have the money. Even if it's not a lot, you're like, I can't afford X amount of dollars. So uh, what do I do? Well, this free thing is something you could do to make, you know, make yourself feel better. And it could be something there that you're like, oh, man, this is great. So, um, yeah, so I've totally changed my mind on that. Make them all free. Uh, let's get some funding so these people can make games. And, um, you know, it was it was special. I think Again, the early parts of the game with the the emotions, you know, catching the fireflies, uh, putting rocks in the rock pond and meditating, although was good. Uh, You also send letters to people to tell them you miss them. The message, you you also find some messages in a bottle, which talks about grief and how different uh, religions deal with grief, like Judaism, uh, Muslim religions, Christianity, uh, Native American, stuff like that. I think all that is interesting, uh, but I really think the... Jewel again. The 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 main crux of this game is the cave with the audio stories where people just speak their minds. Each story only lasts three to four minutes. So if it's something you think, uh, oh, I can listen to this, you could probably do it in twenty minutes. And they add more as you play the game. In fact, when you go up to different people, I think there's four or five people you can interact with. Wait, one, two, three, four people you interact with. Uh, you know, um, they'll be like, Hey, I had a new story to your, to the cave, go back to the cave. And I'm like, Oh, that was like the first thing I did every time I logged in. So yeah, 
Um, so yeah, I really liked it. Uh, I, I am going to occasionally log in to check out the news stories. There was, like I said, there was one when I went in to do my research. So um, I think that's it this week, guys. But I want to remind everybody, this podcast will hit my website, www.gamewithgrief.com. Please go there and let me know what you think of the show. The audio for the podcast will hit YouTube at that same date and time. So please go there. Also subscribe. Give me some comments. Let me know what you think of the show. You could subscribe to the podcast in either Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, or Spotify. I'll leave me the likes, the comments, the subscribes there. You can also uh, write to me at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. And you can interact with me on Twitter at Just Little Joe. I know Twitter is really strange right now. There's some imposters on the site. I'm looking at maybe using another thing like, um, well, I don't know. I'm researching to see if there's other platforms available. But yeah, I think uh, it was a good game. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Check it out. If you know someone that's young that's dealing with grief, recommend a part of me. It's on the uh, Google Play Store or uh, the iOS Store. So go there, uh, the App Store. So just go there, uh, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye.